You have repeatedly we, criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what are you, what are you, you, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right proud boys. boys. Stand back and stand by. This skit pretty much writes itself on Saturday Night Live. Stand back and stand by. You heard it, and I heard it, and now we're just going to have a conversation about it. Welcome to the Only One Mike podcast. I'm your host, Carl Gerard. And last night, we saw, at least we believe we were watching, a debate. But it just turned out to be a schoolyard argument. Um, Topics weren't really touched. Insults were hurled. And um, there was really no resolve. To be quite honest with you, I thought that they were going to just stop the whole debate right there. Trump had zero respect for the debate platform he had zero respect for the moderator he had zero respect for Joe Biden commander in chief and on top of that besides allegedly um, well I should say not even allegedly but on Trump's part but um saying that Joe Biden's son was, you know, allegedly kicked out the military for cocaine use. Um, I think that Biden actually took pretty much the high road because he could have just went in on his family. Um, But he said, you know, we're not here to talk about that. We're talking to the American families that's out there. Um, This is who we need to be speaking to. At this moment. So Trump did that old dodge. Um, when you want to get the wolves off the scent. We started talking about some other stuff. And um, what's sad. The really just sad takeaway from it all. Is the fact that. You told the proud boys. To stand by. And and whatever he said basically um, I'm going to call you off the bench whenever I feel like it it's you know you have to break code on these things you know to tell them to stand by like why would you tell a hate group to stand by what are they standing by for hate militia group what are they standing by for? Perhaps just in case this election goes left in his eyes. You know, are these guys going to be poll watchers? What's
What's the ultimate plan? Because that's a pretty tall order. You know, you just embolden a hate group. And all through the course of the day, from my understanding, they've been like putting stuff up on social media. Um, you know, making statements like, you know, we're reporting for duty, Mr. President, standing by or something to that effect. And um, making up T-shirts that says stand, stand back and stand by. Um, you know, they, they're going to use this as a recruitment tool. You know, the president mentioned us. And so now they're out there, they're recruiting, they're trying to get more people into their ranks. And it's just sad. It's just sad. Like you, you've seen footage of what these guys do. You've seen the footage. Um, I'm pretty sure right now, even as I'm making this video, this uh, podcast, that uh, that they're probably in damage control mode in the White House right now. Um, he's more than likely just saying, "Well, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know these guys. You know, I don't know anything about the Proud Boys." But you called them by name, you know, in a situation in which he was in last night. I even kind of tried to think objectively and say, well, hey, man, maybe, you know, he just had a slip. Like He meant to say, you know, stand down or something. But then I came to my senses and realized who I'm talking about. Donald Trump has no problem letting you know he's Donald Trump. He has no problem doing that. It's not masked in anything. It's not. I'm going to cater to this one or that one. You know, um, he pretty much puts it out there. So now the question becomes, with this newfound empowerment that you, you know, Proud Boys just gained from the president, what are you going to do with it? We're living in an age of just pure hatred. Um, racism, which I've always said, racism was never something that went away. I think as time went on, some things got a little bit easier. Um, but now you see that it's back with a full vengeance, you know, um, on levels that we read about in history books pretty much and watched in documentaries, this generation is starting to experience it firsthand. So for him to get on a national stage and say, you know, what he said, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. You know, um, he was in a position where he could have condemned racism. He could have condemned bigotry. He could have, you know, condemned hate groups. He could have condemned these things. But he chose to take the road that he took. And again, when I have to, you know, I have to kind of reason with myself to say, well, is he doing this because he don't want to get elected? He don't want to get reelected. You know, I don't know, because I would hate to think that someone is just that stupid. You know, I would really hate to think that someone is just this dumb. 
it's almost on a cartoonish level of stupidity. And, you know, it's just, it's almost like we're watching like a Larry David type show with this guy, man. You know, like there's a base for the script, but the rest of it is like improv. So I'm pretty much sure that he gets a script to read. Somebody went over debate question. What you know? What I want? I want I'm going to actually pull that back. I was going to say that somebody probably actually did some debate prep with him, but I believe it was in the last debates that he had with Hillary Clinton and all. They say he refused to kind of like practice. He refused to practice. So it was, you know, I'm not surprised if he didn't really practice or he didn't take heed to what his people were telling him. But he stood on that stage last night, over-talked the moderator, uh, went over his time, over-talked Joe Biden, disrespected Joe Biden, disrespected the moderator. Actually, he disrespected you as the viewer because, you know, um, he didn't actually lay out a plan for anything. They They didn't really discuss. We are living through a pandemic, folks. This thing is not over. The world can go on and behave like there's not a pandemic in the land. You know, because a couple of places going to allow you to eat inside now and you can go see Tenant. But this doesn't mean that this is over. Was any plans addressed towards that? Except for, yeah, we're going to have a vaccination real soon. That gives me a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence to go to Disney and Universal. You know, um, it just it baffles me that we are at this state and this stage in America. And again, I do a lot of thinking and it makes me wonder, like, what what another four years of Donald Trump look like? You know, what would be another, how how far will this go, another four years of Donald Trump? How will the public react to it? How would I react to it? You know, pretty much the same, I believe. It's just, you know, it's, it's not surprising. Um, another question that I kind of pondered was, what, you know, if he wins the election, is the, is the election still rigged? You know, it's just a lot of silly, silliness that goes on right now. But we really do need to be kind of hyper vigilant at the fact that, you know, these proud boys, anybody that's like them or affiliated with them, is feeling really emboldened right now. This is the wrong time for this. We just had the situation with the Breonna Taylor case where, you know, nobody was tried for her murder. And um, I'm pretty sure we'll have more cases like this. It's it's not something that's just going to go away, you know, by saying Black Lives Matter. It's not going to go away. But yet we don't need anybody in office that's perpetuating this foolishness either. The devil definitely does his job. 
That's all I can say about that. But we just have to be, we have to be very vigilant about who, who we have representing us. Because, you know, Trump is, Trump is a piece of work. And I'm pretty sure whether he wins and just does his, uh, his other four years and get out or whether he loses this election, the American public will never let this happen again. So, you know, you have the Kanye Wests of the world and everybody that think they can throw their hat and ring because, you know, they feel they're a genius and they can run the country because, you know, you can, you're good at what you do outside of this. This is politics. It's a different game. This is not television. This is not music. It's not entertainment. These are people lives you're dealing with. And right there, that shows you that, you know, if you let somebody in office that's not a politician and doesn't have any experience in this area, it can put you in a space that you don't want to be in. This man is an entertainer. He is a car salesman. Pretty much he's a hustler. You put a hustler in the White House. You know, he's still doing business like it's the 80s. You know, I talk big, I got a hot wife, I drive big cars, and, you know, it's it's consumerism at its best. That's what the 80s represented. He's a child of the 80s, and he's running a country like it's a, a 1980s startup business or something. Like, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know, you'll niche me if you don't have these things. So if that debate didn't clinch it, and I and I say this again, I don't underestimate his supporters at all. Some of his supporters are more vocal than others, but that doesn't mean that they're, they're not out there. You know, the, you know, you might quietly uh, go to work with a person who may, you know, of course, you're not going to discuss too much politics. And especially the person who's supporting Trump because they don't want you to look at them any different. Now, there's bold supporters of Trump and then there's passive supporters of Trump. I don't underestimate how many passive supporters there is of Donald Trump. You know, we focus much on the bold ones, but not the passive ones. And this is what can kind of sway this election the way it is. So, you know, be prayerful within your prayers, have hope. And hopefully we can see things get a little bit better. I will not sit on this microphone and lie to you and say that everything will get better. We can have pockets of peace. And with that being said, This is called Gerard, Only One Mike Podcast, and um, my call to action to you is this. Hit the subscribe button. We need your support. Hit the subscribe button. We need your support. Until next time, 
Peace.